Hey everyone, welcome to Holy Spirit Soapbox. Again, I'm your host, Dan, and I'm hoping you're having a great day or night wherever you are in the world. I wanted to say thank you to everyone for your support and the great feedback and shout outs you've given us. You're all such a huge blessing to us, so thank you once again. We also would appreciate it if you would subscribe and or follow us on your favorite platforms, as well as give us a visit on our website, HolySpiritSoapbox.com, so that you can be alerted when new episodes are released and to re-listen to all of your favorite episodes. Today, however, we are going to be talking to all of you control freaks out there, and myself, as I was somebody who tried to control every situation and aspect of my life just a few years ago, so this one actually really hits home. Today's episode is called, I'm Out of Control, so let's just jump right into this. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I am now a firm believer that about 99.99% of our lives are totally out of our control. I said it. I'll explain why, okay, because I'm speaking to you control freaks, including myself, because I was one, like I said, a few years ago. But just don't lose your minds just yet. Don't lose your mind. I'll explain to you why this is actually a freeing statement. You know, I I know some Christians and non-Christians alike, right, who believe that their lives are totally in their control. They believe every step that they choose to take can create an outcome that could drastically change their lives. Although... Yes, there are some extremely wild situations where that can happen, where you use your free will to hurt yourself or hurt others, or you just be totally reckless in life. I actually believe that if you choose to do well or follow Christ the best that you can, things will fall into place the way God wants them to. Trust me, I was there. I still struggle with this today. You'll hear me say that a couple times today, but it's the truth. And I have a story that can kind of prove that, okay? So let's rewind to a couple of years ago when my wife and I were planning our wedding, okay? I recall us being so stressed out over every explicit detail. Now, okay, I know, I get it. That's really natural when you're planning your wedding. I totally get that. But an unexpected issue happened that literally zero people could have predicted. And this happened at the first venue, and we lost our minds. We totally lost our minds. We turned like savage and angry at these, at these other people. These people that are loved by friends and family. These people that were trying to not let anything happen. They want everything to go without a hitch. But most importantly, these people are loved by God too. But it didn't matter at the time. We were so angry at them that we just decided that we were going to cancel that venue And we got so annoyed, even with the planner, who wasn't even there. So we dropped them as well. Just totally dropped her. You know, it may seem self-justified here since it's our wedding and we want everything to be perfect. But what this ended up doing was it caused us to totally dehumanize these people. Totally dehumanize them. Where they did not intend to have any of these issues occur. They were just trying to do their job the best that they could. The situation was just way out of everybody's control. Every single person's control. And even if we bit the bullet, let's say, and still went forward as planned, how do we know something may or may not happen on the day of the wedding? Right? We just don't know 
unexpected things happen all the time. So let's fast forward now a couple of years, right? And I, and I told you, I told you with these stories, I was going to prove that I was a control freak in some way. And I still struggle with this to this day. But anyway, fast forward a few years. We're in line to buy a home in Colorado. We find this perfect one for our family, just myself, my wife, and our dog. And we immediately move in, okay? Over the course of one year of living in this home, we start finding issues all over the place. It almost seemed like the house was waiting for us to save up a few dollars to just have something go wrong. It was like the first thing we noticed, the gutters were leaking, so we had to replace those. Once that was fixed, the windows need to be replaced in the basement because they house these there were gross bugs. Like I, I'm getting nauseous just thinking about it. There were like these little bugs, and they end up in our house. So we're like, we have to replace these windows. So we had to replace them. Right after that, the concrete starts chipping. Right, we were forking money out the window, just throwing it out the window, which is kind of a good pun now that I think about that. Just throwing money out the window, right? Anyway, it was so stressed out at these stupid little things that kept happening. And then we found that like every single little tinier thing started getting on our nerves. And then we just got angry at life altogether. It was so tough. We consistently asked ourselves, are we ever going to catch a break? We asked ourselves so much that we figured our lives were actually horrible. (laughs) We had a worse outlook on our lives. Even though we're healthy, had a place to sleep, had food on the table, had jobs. But most importantly, we had God. The negative was far outweighing the positive because we were concentrating so hard on controlling every situation. Once we realized we had a negative outlook, though, we took a step back and prayed. We prayed for us to see all of the good God brought into our lives. We understood that we had each other as well and that things were going to happen in our lives that we can't control. It's crazy, borderline scary and sad to think about, but we could be out doing everyday errands when something horrible can happen to one or all of us. Honestly, think about that. Tomorrow really never is promised no matter how much we think we can control tomorrow. Okay, so I love the song lyrics by Outkast. I don't know if you've ever listened to Outkast. They were big when I was growing up. And the lyrics are, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't control the weather. Right? We can plan and plan and plan for that perfect picnic, But when the day comes and it's pouring rain and cold out all day, well, guess we're not having that perfect picnic, are we? We just never truly know what can happen at any moment in time. You know, James states it perfectly in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15. Okay? He says, Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. We don't have control over our life, regardless of what we believe. Because as he states in those verses, it is like a mist. Here for a little while, then it vanishes. And this can happen very quickly without us knowing. And part of these verses refers to those who are also planning to do work for God in the future, even though they were called today. And James is basically saying, 
Why wait? Start today since tomorrow isn't promised. But I know what you're thinking right now. Dan, how is this really freeing for me? You said at the beginning, this would be freeing for me. This makes me more stress knowing that I may never accomplish what I want to accomplish in this lifetime. I get it. This feeling is very natural, okay? And I understand, and God understands. But we need to start understanding that God is in control. And also, we have to understand that accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior gives us eternal life in a place where stress and sorrow does not exist. And if we do start to understand that, we now look at this life as something not fully worth worrying about. You know, Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34 says that. By identifying our will versus God's will, we can truly understand wants versus needs. So does this mean that we just sit back and wait? Or take matters in our own hands to get away from this life? No. As a thank you to God, we should live this life trusting that every single aspect of our life is provided for. And then go and tell the world of this wonderful news. There's no need to worry anymore. There's no need to stress yourself out over literally anything. Because once this world is over for all of mankind... A new world will start where God is in total control, right? He does have control now, but he allows us to make our own decisions too. But we can start giving all things to God today. Let him take on the things we stress out over. He's bigger than all this. And he can change the outcomes if, if it's in his will to do that. Really meditate on the old adage, let go and let God You know, following the stories I just told you earlier, once we started to let everything go to God, he has miraculously, miraculously handled all of the issues we brought to him. The wedding we ended up planning went perfect for my wife and I. The finances were provided for with our house and everything's been completed. Even if we lose everything, we still have everything in Christ Because we know this world will one day pass away. So I know. Easier said than done. Don't worry. Don't try to control everything because you can't. We really, really can't. And that should be freeing. To know that there's something, someone, (laughs) that's way bigger than all of the negative things in life. And everything that can be handled. All the stress is unnecessary. I'd like to add in some verses for you to meditate on for for today. I'll also put these in the description of the episode itself, as well as on our website. But the verses are as follows. James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. And John chapter 8, verse 36. And as you meditate, on these verses, meditate on these questions as well. I'm going to ask you three questions that are really going to dig into this self-perceived control that you have, right? And give you an idea of where letting go of this perceived control will actually eliminate stress. So the first question is, knowing it usually causes more stress, why might you feel the need to control every aspect of your life? That's question number one. That's a big, that's a big question. That's a deep question to ask yourself. 
knowing it causes stress, usually causes more stress, why might you feel the need to control every aspect of your life? Number two, how does knowing God cares about all of your fears, stresses, worries, etc., change the way you feel about wanting to control things in your life? How does knowing God cares about all those things change the way you feel about wanting to control things in your life? And then finally, how does knowing that God will provide to you everything that you need here on earth, then in the next life, affect your stress level, and how do you feel about things out of your control? So I want to say that if you are like I was, where you're trying to control every aspect of your life, or the vast majority of it, it will only cause you more stress and worry. The one true God loves you so much that he doesn't want for you to stress out or worry and wants you to know that he's in control and that you should trust in him to know that he is bigger than all of it. I thank you again for joining and hope to see you next time.